Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Welcome, welcome to Second Wind. This morning we are going to really have an hour full of great information. You're going to want to take this, you're going to want to get this lady's book, Mary Shores is her name, and put make put it by your bed, really, because you're going to use it as a resource tool as you develop and grow and change and express yourself. Our guest today is Mary Shorts. She is an internationally known author of Conscious Communications, your step-by-step guide to harnessing the power of your words to change your mind, your choices, in your life, which was released by Hay House in 2017, not a couple months ago. Now, she is also a world's, she's spoken, she's a speaker, well-respected speaker, an entrepreneur, and a CEO. Mary teaches individuals and businesses to fearlessly create their own realities by using scientific methods and practical personal development. One of the youngest people in the United States to start a business in her industry, Mary overcame the odds to build a thriving company as CEO, and the company was a collection agency. Nearly 20 years later, she has spent the last decade inspiring businesses and individuals across the nation to use their own words to create new ways of thinking identify their goals, and take action to create meaningful results. Devoted to awakening the power of words, Mary balances her passion and her business and her personal life with raising two teenage boys in central Illinois. Wow, Mary, welcome to the show today. You are a busy busy, busy. Good morning, it is. So happy to, I'm just so happy to know you. Thank you so much. Oh, well, this is going to be a thrill because I just, there's so much to share with the, the listeners that I just want to, want to take off. But you was writing the book, one of those things on your list of the to-do list that you wanted to accomplish while you're here on earth or was it a, why did you write the book? <clears throat> Well, there's a couple of things here. So one, when you say that list, that Mm -hmm. is the list that I call my magic eight. And my magic eight was just like a very simple thing. I wrote a list of eight things that I wanted to accomplish in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. And so because there were eight things, I call it the magic eight. One of those things was definitely to write and publish a book. 
Now, Mm -hmm. it wasn't, I didn't want to write the book because of the list. I put it on the list because it was truly, truly part of my life's purpose to write Mm -hmm. a book. And so for perhaps about the last 10 years, I was, I was really feeling this book and I would go around and I would say to anyone who would listen, I want to write a book, but I'm not a writer. And the Mm -hmm. thing is that words are a mirror to our subconscious programming. So when you hear the words, I want to write a book, it's like you're seeing it written on my soul that it's some sort of purpose that I have. But the Mm -hmm. problem is that the words, I'm not a writer, are not in alignment with that dream or that purpose. Mm -hmm. And the words, I'm not a writer, are also a mirror to my subconscious programming revealing to me that somehow, somewhere, some, some, somehow along the way, I, deep down inside, did not truly believe in myself that I had the ability to write a book. So before mm-hmm. I was ever going to write anything, I needed to invest in myself. But for your audience, you know, think about how many times do we say something like, I want to start a business, but I don't have enough money or the education, or, you know, I want to be... Uh, I want to lose weight, but I don't have time to go to the gym or just, you know, anything we say, like, I want this, but I don't have that. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of times, a lot of times it limits us. But you had achieved already so much in your personal life or your business life with your company. I'm I'm so um interested in knowing why you continued to uh want to go into the coaching business and and help other people so that's an interesting question and you know like i was saying that it was such a it was on my list of things i just had to do so i don't mm-hmm. even feel like i had a choice in mm-hmm. the matter now um i'm not a coach so I am a CEO, a writer, and a public speaker, and I don't do mm-hmm. I don't do any coaching. Um, occasionally, I'll open myself up to do like a coffee chat with one of the yeah. leaders from my book or something like that, mm-hmm. um, because I really want just to reach the most broadest audience that I possibly can. Mm-hmm. So you do do some retreats, but that's always as a speaker and teacher. Is that right? Yes. This past weekend, I was at a yoga retreat at a little resort town um, up in Wisconsin called Lake Geneva at a place mm-hmm. called Heartland Spa. A wonderful woman and friend of mine named Lisa Gennady was hosting a kundalini retreat, and I was able to co-host that with her and teach to a group of mostly women, like mm-hmm. the principles and concepts of changing your life through the teachings of my book. Yeah. Well, your book, I like so many things about it. One I really like is that it does spend time on the scientific methods that you are using as basis for what you teach in the book. For instance, the um, RAS, the the RAS, as you call it, in the book, you speak about that, about our thought processes, and it's based on scientific information. Now, you also went to a workshop 
by one of my favorite teachers, uh, which I've never been able to go see, but Tony Robbins. And he made an impression on you by, by two statements. Always know your outcome. And what you focus on grows. Now, why did that make such an impact on you? Because I'm trying to place it in your in your growth path. You were already accomplished, I'm assuming, with the other business. Did you did did you use that information to help you in your business or in developing your your teaching or speaking? So I would say that when I heard those words, I had never heard those words before, mm-hmm. and they just innately made sense to me on such a deep level that mm-hmm. it, it was kind of like, you know, that moment where the light bulb goes off. Now, that was a long time ago because that was in 2005, and so I really wanted to take that concept and apply it to my life, and so it was really easy to look around and see where I could apply it to my life. Now, I'd already been on this path to wanting to, as far as, like, the way that I was running my collection agency, mm-hmm. I wanted to focus much more on selling people on the idea of paying their debt instead of using any kind of, like, threat and intimidation. And so mm-hmm. what I learned from Tony was, like, how to ask, your mind to question and have it produce results through this particular activating system. So my question Mm -hmm. became, how can I make the next person who calls happier at the end of the call than they were at the beginning of the call? And it's just so interesting because when you put a challenge like that to your mind, you know, over time, um, what your mind can bring back to you is just life-changing. And so I was able to create a communication strategy that over the last 15 years has really grown and grown, uh, not only in my own industry, but in several other business industries as well. And I've been teaching that for a very long time. Right. Well, we I do want them to know, if you're willing to share, that your life wasn't always just peachy keen. I mean, it had its... Um, its challenges, its uh, sadnesses. But was there a moment in that growth pattern that you were going through, the the sadnesses, that you all of a sudden decided, I need to change my life, I need to start working on me, I want out of this pain? I would say that for the two years post my divorce, were Mm -hmm. a very devastating two years of my life. And as a matter of fact, I just wasn't myself anymore. Mm -hmm. I was going through a period where I was really not functioning as a human at all. I mean, I might physically be at work, but mentally I was somewhere else. And it was a miracle that I had good people around me that would help the business um, continue to at least stay above water, but this was also uh, coincided with a very terrible um, economic crash that was caused by, you know, obviously the real estate bubble. Mm -hmm. And so my business was declining, but I did not have the mental power to, like, really dig myself out. It took two years, and I think that I was always, like, this person who was searching for the weekend workshop that was going to fix my life. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would go to, I'm like a retreat junkie, so I would go to these these events, and whether it was Tony Robbins or, or anyone else, and I would have, like, the most amazing time. Like, really, when you're at those events, you can feel the energy. You make these deep connections with people because you're already in an environment where you know <laughs> you're going to be around so many like-minded people. But what yes. I noticed is at the end of the week or the weekend or however long the retreat was, I would be looking around and all of these people would be like, you know, life is never going to be the same and I'm forever changed. And they would have these, like, tremendous transformations. And I would be feeling like, okay, well, I had a good time, but I'm still the same person. <laughs> so what I noticed was, and this was very important, and I think this, this really applies, what I noticed was two or three weeks later, those mm-hmm. same people who were high on life, they had not really changed their life. They had planted a seed. Because mm-hmm. three weeks later, they were back, you know, drowning in the same circumstances and the same flow of chaos that they had been before. So the reason that they believed that they changed their life is because they were running on the juice and the excitement of the event. But Mm -hmm. true transformation only happens in small pivots over a longer period of time. And it took me, like I'm kind of a thick-headed, stubborn person sometimes, so it took me years just to understand that because it was like I had to let go and loosen my grip on the idea of any sort of fast fix or overnight fix because we're always looking for that three-step process to, you know, whatever, or like instant mm-hmm. instant healing. Instead mm-hmm. of understanding that, like, our behaviors, our fears, our behaviors, our habits, all of these things are coming from programming deep within our subconscious mind. And, and honestly, it just takes time to change mm-hmm. that. Now, you can have circumstances that happen to you that help you change it in an instant, and I've experienced that, too. But for the majority of things going on in my life, it has definitely been small pivots over a long period of time. Yeah, I agree. There's sort of a high that you get on when attending those workshops. I I know exactly about the junkie thing. Um, but there is. you, And you come back and reality is still back here at home. So you you do have to just reevaluate, take what you can from the workshop, and slowly bring it into your everyday life. So transition is slow. Well, I wish we could fix that, Mary, so it could be faster. But in your book, you have some very strong exercises. And the one that I think hits everybody is the one about the words. And just in reading your book, I'm trying to pay attention to the words I use because we've been using these same words since we were six. We learned them in our primary family. And so, and so it's just hard to change some of that, um, habits, the habits that we have developed over. And you address this very well. So what are the different areas that we use the words in, in expressing ourselves? Uh, the, so are you meaning the five types the five of expression? Types. Yeah, the five types. So um, first let me give you an example of, okay. of some of them. So I really, when I talk about words, because the, the foundation of the book, and, you know, I really love to teach ambitious people mm-hmm. how to live their dreams 
by harnessing the power of their words to change their mind, their choices, and their life. And I can truly, I can, I can teach these concepts and skills because I truly believe, and it is backed by science, that you can change your reality with just your words. And so when I looked at this, I really want to explain, like, what am I talking about here? So we've got self-talk. Self-talk mm-hmm. is pretty obvious of a term, but it's, it's sort of our thoughts and the way that we project um, words on ourselves. You know, we, mm-hmm. we have this vernacular, the way that we talk to ourselves, that, that tends to pull us down more than it mm-hmm. brings us up. And humans are wired for um, what's called a negativity bias which mm-hmm. is through evolutionary biology it's a it's a survival technique that we're we're our brains are wired to notice negativity more than positivity and also to have a stronger reaction to it so i'm not judging anyone for having negative self talk because it's literally programmed in us and you have to take control of it by consciously pulling yourself out of that and spoken words are another one and they're very very powerful because whatever you say out loud uh, Louise Hay used to say that your words go out into the universe and attract to you what you are saying and what you are meaning and you know when my life was in that downward spiral that I was telling you about for that two years um, post my divorce I, I can remember saying things like oh I just I just felt like I was walking down a flight of stairs and it was like someone was kicking the stairs out from under me. And mm-hmm. again, like words are mirrors to your subconscious. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. really showing that I just felt completely out of control with my circumstances. Like everything was happening to me and I had mm-hmm. zero input or control as, as to these circumstances. So when we're talking about spoken words, like now... I'm super conscious about understanding my words are affirmations that I'm declaring out into the universe and making those things true. And so, you know, I had to get deliberate about my affirmations because it wasn't always just easy to change your involuntary speech patterns. Like, you know, we actually say things without realizing we're even saying them. Sometimes it takes a friend to point out what you just said and and how horrible it sounded. So what I did, because, you know, I was in a pretty dark hole, um, Mm -hmm. I started writing affirmations. And so I would write a page of affirmations a day, and that took me, you know, believe it or not, that was actually a quick pivot. So it was only about 45 days before I really started to notice the power of writing those affirmations. Hmm. That is quick. Yeah, it really was. And another one of these five types that you're talking about, and it's not one that we think about all the time with words, is goal setting. So goal setting is extremely powerful because just like what I, you know, when I when you say um, what I learned at that Tony Robbins event, what mm-hmm. you focus on grows and always know your outcome, that is just a simple way of describing the power of having a goal in your life mm-hmm. because when you have a goal and you write it down and you focus on that goal, what happens is whenever there's an opportunity around you that matches that goal, 
like something in your subconscious goes ding, 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 and <laughs> alerts you to that opportunity. Now, that opportunity may have been around you all along, but you're not, you don't notice it. So when you get serious and you learn some tricks about goal setting, which I'm happy to share in my book, then you can really just like, you set a fire, that power, you unleash that power of your subconscious brain. And then the um, last one, which is also a really great way to reprogram yourself, is gratitude. And so gratitude has played a powerful, powerful um, place in my life, especially in the last few years when I I reached out to a community and asked women that, you know, who wanted to share daily gratitude with me. I had such an overwhelming response that I ended up making a gratitude group, which I still have today. It's called Declaring mm-hmm. Gratitude. It is open for women, so if any of your listeners want to join that group, it's just a great place to create a daily gratitude pro- practice. And gratitude, you know, any one of those five types of self-expression can change your life when you make it a daily practice and Mm -hmm. gratitude was my first one yeah so many people really really live by the gratitude it's so important that we express our gratitude and just making a list do you make a list of three or or gratitudes per day or five or they Different people recommend different numbers, but do you have on your gratitude side, cite that, Facebook? Well, I've got, so I'm like not super into rules about Mm -hmm. things. When Mm -hmm. I, I chose the number three just because, I don't know, I like the number three. Um, (laughs) It's not too much of a, of a struggle to come up with Mm -hmm. three things that I'm grateful for. And Mm -hmm. that was just the number that felt right to me. I don't, think there needs to be a rule so I'm not going to tell someone they have to do one or three or five or 15 you know everyone's Mm -hmm. gratitude practice can look a little bit different I've had a lot of people reaching out to me since they've been writing the book that tell me that they write um that they write a page of gratitude or you know they they all have their different twist on it and in the gratitude group what we do is we put up gratitude prompts so we might put up in the everyday like Oh, think about a person who's made an impact on your life. And, you know, who would, who would that person be that you would be grateful for this impact? Mm -hmm. Or we might say, you know, what pet or animal are you truly grateful for? Like what, what animal just makes your heart sing or food Mm -hmm. or, you know, relationship? And we just, we just put up different prompts to make it Mm -hmm. easy for people to get used to the daily practice of gratitude. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know when I started my gratitude list with when I was working with Jack Canfield, um, he he had a five, you know, but I, I varies with what your needs are, I suppose, as to how much you want to write and what you're grateful for, because I think days change too. So I so like the idea. And if my listeners wanted to join that, do they go directly to Facebook or do they have to be accepted and they go into it through your website they can they can go to facebook and mm-hmm. put in the search bar declaring gratitude and mm-hmm. it will it might be declaring daily gratitude i think it's just declaring gratitude but at any rate you'll probably see it pop right up um as the first group that comes up and, and if you just hit that a join request as long as you're female 
we will mm-hmm. accept it into the group. And the reason the reason I set the group up for women only is because I don't I want the women to to not feel like they need to edit or, you know, I just want them feel, to feel free to express themselves. Mhm. And in, yeah. in any way that they want to. And, I, of course, I invite if a man wants to start his own gratitude group, if he reached out to me, I would certainly help him start a male group. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Now, you also talk about another area that I'd like to talk about just a little bit, and that was the what is cleanse or clog. And so you're going to have to explain that to us. What is cleanse or clog? What are you referring to and how it could help you? So, you know, prior to, prior to writing the book and prior to, prior to writing more personal development, I, I was, um, for about 10 years teaching professional development and mm-hmm. I was teaching communication seminars. And oh. so one of the things, like the central theme of my communication seminars, which is really about building relationships in business with your, with your clients, with your customers, with your coworkers, you know, in, in, especially in customer service situations, because let's be honest, Joyce, I mean, how often do you call the cell phone company or the cable company and you're actually more frustrated at the end of that call than you were at the <laughs> beginning? And so my training is really more about reversing that. We want mm-hmm. people to feel like they were heard and happy and satisfied and like that they got their problem solved when they call customer service or, you know, speak to speak to anyone in a relationship that you have. Mm -hmm. And so I just began saying that everything you say, everything you do, every action you take in a relationship, literally every word that comes out of your mouth is either cleansing that relationship or it's clogging that relationship. And what I'm really saying is that everything you say and do is either creating a deeper connection with that person or it's driving Mm -hmm. a disconnection. And so uh-huh. I call it cleanser clog. And then what I realized mm-hmm. is that that easy, <clears throat> that that easy terminology um, is true in every area of life. So it's not mm-hmm. just what are you doing to cleanse or clog your relationship with, say, your significant other or your children or your business partners, but what are you doing to cleanse or clog your finances? Mm-hmm. You know, how about your body? You know, it's easy if I'm on a diet. I don't need to necessarily learn paleo or keto or Weight Watchers points. I can intuitively look at a piece of food and I can ask myself, if I eat this piece of food, is it going to cleanse my body or clog it? Mm -hmm. And it's very easy to see that if I eat an apple, you know, that is going to cleanse. It's going to provide my body with nutrients. But if I eat, say, a Snickers bar then we know it's going to, like, clog me because it's sugar and fats and mm-hmm. chemicals and just things that the human body was not meant to process in right. a Snickers bar. I mean, but they are delicious. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to lie. But, <laughs> so there's also this concept of an 80-20 rule. So in the book, I teach you how to use cleanser clog, how to apply it in every area of your life, which is going to be your relationships, your self-care, your wellness, you know, like nutrition, mm-hmm. your um, finances, your career, your even your personal development and your your um, spiritual growth. Right. You know, what are you feeding your, what are you cleansing or clogging 
your mind with. And I teach you how to do that through this 80-20 rule, meaning that yeah. you don't have to be perfect. Mary, Mary mm-hmm. hold it because we're going to go to break. Can be back. Can you can finish? Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking today with Mary Shores, and she is telling us, sharing with us her new book that was just announced and released, Conscious Communications. And it's a step-by-step guide to harnessing the power of your words to change your mind your choices in your life. So she had just completed, Mary had just completed talking to us about a cleanse or clog method that she's used in different areas of her life to help us make decisions. And that is in the book and it's explained there. And Mary, you had started talking before break about the 80-20 rule that you can apply to the cleanse and clog process? Yes, Joyce. So it's super important as we're learning how to apply and use Cleanser Clog in the book. You know, I really, I came up with this, the, the book, right before I wrote the book, I had um, ran into, I had met Chaz Palminteri, and Chaz mm-hmm. Palminteri is the star and creator of, he wrote the screenplay for the movie A Bronx Tale. And I loved that movie so much. It had a, a significant impact on my life because the central theme of the movie is that the choices you make will shape your life forever. And I was that was so powerful in my life because I think we can all understand the idea that infinite possibilities exist for us, but it's mm-hmm. truly the choices we make in every micro moment, every micro, like, thin-sliced moment of life. It's those choices that are connecting us to the next thing in life. And mm-hmm. so Cleanser Clog just really became this method of how to make right choices that are going to connect you to all the things that you want in life instead of 
flowing in that chaos of all the things that you don't want. And 80-20 is a good gauge. Like as long as you are making cleansing connected choices 80% of the time, then you're really going to find tons of opportunity opening up for you. And also Mm -hmm. it allows you 20% of the time that you can eat that Snickers bar or you can, (laughs) you can make a mistake in your relationship and, you know, you're going to be forgiven. You, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're not trying to, I, I feel like perfectionism in and of itself is actually a clog. Yes. Yes. Because it, well, we just can't be totally perfect. I only know one person that was perfect. So that's the grace that we need when doing this process is that you have so beautifully outlined in your book. Um, so, when I also read further, we start to, I started talking and reading about living in alignment and I was needed a little more explanation of that. So can you share what you mean by living in alignment? I am so happy to share that. Alignment was a concept that I started hearing several, te- several years ago out of quite a few um, spiritual teachers mm-hmm. and I was a little confused by it. So I really had to study it. And I believe what I discovered was that alignment just simply means when you get your thoughts, your words, and your actions all in alignment with whatever it is that you want, you know, whatever is that end result goal, whether it's to start a business, to lose weight, to be happy, to find a life partner, to move across the country, you know, and just like for Mm -hmm. me personally, I wanted to write a book, but my words were out of alignment because my words were, I'm not a writer. And so that's a, mm-hmm. that's a great example of being mm-hmm. out of alignment. And what I did to change that was invest in myself by starting to go to writer's workshops. And every time I attended a writer's workshop, I was gaining the skills necessary to be in alignment with the goal of being a writer. And so, you know, the, the cleanser clog method is a great way to get yourself in alignment with all of these things that you want. And we're told so often that we're creating our reality with our thoughts. And I truly do Mm -hmm. believe that. But I also have noticed how difficult it was for me personally just to try to change my thoughts. And Mm -hmm. so what was much easier was to change my choices and my words. And once you change your choices and your words, it becomes a feedback cycle to that will eventually change your thoughts. And then once you get that piece in alignment, you become exponentially more powerful in gaining and attracting to you the things that you want in life. Are there actually exercises in the book that help with that? Oh, my gosh, the whole entire book. <laughs> the <Yeah>. entire <laughs> book is, is designed <clears throat> to get all of your neural pathways um in sync with the things you mm-hmm. want. And when I'm talking about neural pathways, I really mean your subconscious um, programming in the deepest part of your brain. Because we have the prefrontal cortex, which is your conscious mind. Um, mm-hmm. That is like the thinking part of your mind. It's where conscious, um, the prefrontal cortex, and we only really have control of about 5% of that. Um, mm-hmm. So, when you, and, and all of those thoughts are really just coming from the programming in your subconscious mind. So it, it feeds, one feeds to the other. But when you can get control of your words and your choices, then automatically your thoughts will begin to pivot to support 
to support mm-hmm. what it is you want in your life. Because what I really needed to do is say, I want to write a book, and I am a writer. I have a powerful voice. <laughs> you know, that's mm-hmm. what I really needed to be saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, claiming it for sure. Well, you know, I, I'm sitting here as you're saying those the way we self-talk, and I know I've heard over the years that when you for some women that when they make a mistake they'll say derogatory comments about themselves like dummy or something like that that just is so powerful in almost um creating and keeping them thinking they're small they're less than they cannot you know they're not smart um and i just cringed at that over the years when i've heard particularly since i've gotten into this work where somebody would speak that way to themselves you know it's almost claiming and so i that's what i wanted that's what i kept thinking about so i wanted to share that 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 happens so easily we don't even realize we're doing it because we've heard it for so, and been doing it for so long. So I know the process takes a while to change. And your book is wonderful. It is so good about um, each section has exercises to do with it. And then you have some awesome uh, giveaways on your website. Would you tell the audience how to go to your website and how to get the benefit of some of these um, free downloads that you have there for them? Sure. So the website's easy to find because it's just my name, Mary, M-A-R-Y, Shores, S-H-O-R-E-S, dot com. And I love to give away free stuff. So we have Mm -hmm. things like Power Thought cards that you can download. And right now, one of the things I'm most excited about is our companion guide that we Mm -hmm. created for the book. So the book has so many exercises in it that um, require pen and paper. I really mm-hmm. wanted to have a, a guidebook that already had all of the coaching exercises um, mapped out so that mm-hmm. it would just be easier. And the guidebook is so special because it has all the exercises in it. It's got several quotes from the book. It also um, tells you the page number. So each exercise will tell you the page number to go back to because a lot of people like to continue to read the book and then mm-hmm. do the exercises more at their own pace because some of them, like especially the one in Chapter 2, the 100 mm-hmm. Things List, that one took me like a month to do it. And ah. so, it, yeah. You, know, you ask us, it, in that exercise, you ask us to write a 100 things that we like about ourselves or that we see as qualities in ourselves. And that that's... I had done that once before, and it is kind of difficult. I think I stopped it in 20 before. <laughs> but you encourage us to complete it. You have so, to complete it. And, that, you know, uh-huh. a friend of mine was over here at my office the other day, and she was t- she was telling me about her experience with the 100 Things list, and she said she was so happy that I had shared, like, how difficult of a process that was for me. Because it sounds mm-hmm. easy, you know, like, mm-hmm. it sounds easy that you're going to just write these hundred things. But what happens is you go through a lot of superficial things, like, I like my long hair, I like my long <laughs> legs, I like it that I'm tall, right. I like that I'm a nice person. You get to this superficial thing, and when you get to a certain number, whether it's 20 or 40 or 60 or whatever, you mm-hmm. really have to start digging deep and take a hard and 
special look at yourself to find mm-hmm. out what really are you contributing to the world. And you have to make your brain, I call it making your brain sweat. So my friend that was here the other day, she told me that when she was doing her list, her head was itching. And she said that, yeah. she goes, well, she goes, I didn't understand, but it was like happening every time she was working on the list, especially when she was stuck. So she Googled it, and she found out that when your brain is making new neural connections, that it's actually increasing the blood supply to your brain, mm-hmm. which um, makes your head itch a little bit. So there you really? go. When I say it makes your brain sweat, it really <laughs> it does. And um, yeah. you have to get to 100. You really, really do. And, mm-hmm. you know, the power, the, the, the significance of my list, did not even appear until I got to number 99 and 100. Mm. And what were those two? I believe that number 99 was I am radiant, and mm-hmm. number 100 was and is that I am a powerful magnetic creator. Mm. I like both of those. Good. It took me 98 layers of BS to get to those two (laughs) and a month of working on it. Yeah. So you see, listeners, what Mary has presented to you all, she has done. So that's so powerful in knowing that you're using the process that's already been used and, and was found valuable. So she put it in the book. So I think that's pretty interesting. Um, now, Mary, as do you with, I know you teach or talk about this, but is that information on your website where people can actually get to you there to know when they can um, contact you for speaking? Oh, sure it is. And I don't know if I finished saying, but you can find all those free gifts, like download the, download the guidebook, download the mm-hmm. PowerDot cards. We also have a personal development challenge called Ignite Your Dreams. You can download that, that one as well. I do do quite a bit of speaking, so I think that that information is pretty easy to find on the website. Now, yeah. um, now did you say something about the, you go to the, the, Website directs you to Amazon, where you then purchase the book or the Kindle. Now, were you saying yeah. something about the Kindle? I was. So, I, you know, the Kindle version is on sale for a dollar ninety nine. And what's really mm-hmm. interesting is the, according to Hay House, the sale was supposed to end yesterday. But when I got on there this morning, it's still on sale. So, if you're a Kindle person. Please grab it while it's still a dollar ninety nine because mm-hmm. that's next to nothing. And right now, the um, Kindle is actually number two in self esteem, number oh, four awesome. in communication, and number mm-hmm. ten in um, happiness. So that's a really great deal to get it for a dollar ninety nine on Amazon. The paperback is eleven oh eight. So if you're a paperback mm-hmm. person, of course I invite you to get that. And if you want a signed copy, you can certainly purchase a signed copy from the website. Oh, I missed that. 
in my search of your website because there's so much on the website. So I do encourage you to go to Mary's website, maryshores.com, and uh, take advantage of those many free offers that she has as well as she has an awesome, um, um, not podcast, but um, blog that you'll find you want to visit just to experience some of her teaching um, on different subjects such as fear and um, I was looking at all those this morning so really it's a great website a lot of work compliments Mary you did a great job on that website for sure thank you so we're yeah so you talk about three pillars of transformation and since all of my listeners are transforming um the they are focus beliefs and chemistry now i can understand the focus and the beliefs that we have to go back and change from our history from our growing that can keep us from our past years that can keep us blocked in stuck in beliefs in of living or beliefs of, according to how we relate to different uh, subjects, but the chemistry I'm not quite understanding. What would the chemistry be? Well, you know, as I was talking about really teaching these concepts and proving mm-hmm. them, like really wanting to talk about the science behind things. And the mm-hmm. chemistry part is all about like our emotions and our feelings. Because another thing that we hear about when we talk about alignment is mm-hmm. the feelings. You know, so people have I think it was uh, Neville Goddard wrote The Feeling is the Secret. A lot of things in Law of Attraction talk about Mm -hmm. how you feel. Mm -hmm. And when you study the science behind feelings and emotions, what what we learn is that our feelings and our emotions are actually created by the chemicals that are are swirling around in our body that are released um, through our hypothalamus and our nervous system. And we're not really taught this in school, but it's so important because there are stress chemicals, there are happiness chemicals, there are love and compassion and bonding chemicals and hormones. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the way the your emotions are really controlled by the chemicals that are and the hormones that are being released in your body in every moment of, of every day. And we can get... You know, so for example, a woman that's going through adrenal burnout, if you've ever talked to a woman that has experienced a, her adrenal glands having issues, mm-hmm. it, it wrecks your life. I mean, it just, it just does. And that comes from years and years and years of overproduction of cortisol and adrenaline, which are stress chemicals. And mm-hmm. then your, your adrenals can no longer can no longer cleanse them and so it's really important that you keep your keep your body in a chemical state that is going to support it and in your your level of happiness and love and compassion that you can experience so i explain that in chapter three of the book and really Mm -hmm. give you easy ways of how you can promote having say more happier chemicals in your body versus the stress chemicals. And again, I know that because I lived through it myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. And 
you outline is, let's see, you talk about so many things, not just, it's the body as well as self-care, spirituality, through the book. When you talk about cleanse and clog, you talk about health. I mean, it's, this is such a complete guide to helping somebody transition through their changing their lives. It's just an awesome book. I can't compliment it enough um, as being such a valuable tool that somebody can take and implement into their life. So kudos to you, my dear. Very good. Thank you for all your very sweet words, and you know I really appreciate you looking at the book and and getting all that knowledge from it. It means a lot. I just I'm just blown away that you took the time to do that. Thank you so much. Well, when you start reading, and as you know, I am a, a junkie on this information because we're always transitioning, and and my. My passion is to help women in transition. So this is, this is the information they need. This is the tool they need. And where you speak to them, Mary, in, in speeches and so forth, I speak to them in coaching calls in small groups. So that's why I'm so in, I think it's just such a wonderful tool. Now, as you go on, and you, what is the next step for Mary Shores? Because you seem to be, you have so many, you've done so much. What would be the next thing that you would like to do? Write another book? <laughs> you just yeah, I would love this to, I would love to write another book and I am working on a professional development book. So I'm working on oh. a proposal for that. But you know, right now, um, Hay House has given me some great, great advice and mm-hmm. Really, what my focus is right now is building an audience and a tribe of people that I can help sustain their growth. I do mm-hmm. that a lot. I have a coaching group on Facebook called Fearless Ambition, and mm-hmm. I invite anyone who's listening to join that group. So really just just building mm-hmm. and doing a lot of speaking. Two weeks ago, I got to go to Orlando and speak at a Hay House event. Um, oh, that was primarily awesome. an audience of women, but it was just—it just gave me so much joy. And so, yeah, my my own life is transitioning as this book comes out, and mm-hmm. you know, just just stepping into that role of being being more of a public figure. So that's what I'm focused on right now. Yeah, and also right. still continuing to travel and feed myself because. The more that I feed my mind and my soul, the more that I have to teach. Um, my chapter eight in the book um, is becoming who you really are, and I mean I'm still just learning so much more about that. I heard this um, poem over the weekend that really struck me, had a powerful effect on me, and I'll share it with you. It's super super short, mm-hmm. and. Um, it says, let's see, I have to just find it for a second. It goes, she had blue skin and so did he. He kept it hid and so did she. They searched for blue their whole life through, then passed right by and never knew. And that's a poem by Shel mm-hmm. Silverstein. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was so struck by that because, you know, in my chapter about becoming who you really are, I'm talking about like, 
when you let your true self be who you, who that is supposed to be, you become so powerful. In the last gospel of Thomas, there is a passage that says, when you bring forth what is within you, what is within you will save you. When you do not bring mm-hmm. forth what is within you, what you do not bring forth will destroy you. And it's such a powerful message because, you know, how often do we hide who we really are? Mm-hmm. And so I think that part of the next level for me is going to be inspiring people every day in every way that I know how to always be their true self, even if they are scared or they think mm-hmm. they're going to be judged. You know, if you're that person with blue skin, show your blue skin so that the mm-hmm. other people can find you and recognize you. That's so true. When you can, when we can really show who we are and we can face those fears, then we just have so many blessings coming toward us. So I'm so glad you put that chapter in there um, because it's really um, completes the book to let us know that that's very important. And then you talk about the heart of it all. And I love the way you named that chapter, the heart of it all. So, your your book is just wonderful, and I encourage my audience to please go out, go to the website, buy it, go to Amazon, get your book, but also go back and and claim those free uh, free books and free um, packages that she has for you on the website. Those are valuable as well to help you in your process. So, Mary, I cannot thank you enough for giving us your time so that my listening audience can get the benefit of this tool that you produced. So, thank you, and I'm so glad that it's doing well on Amazon and that Hay House is getting the word out with you. And um, so I'm excited about this book very much. Thank you, Joyce. I had so much fun being on the show today. Well, thank you for being here. And um, as we go f- forward through this week, I'd like for you all, once you have completed the, hopefully gone to get the book, and you have taken the time to begin the work in the book, you will find those exercises are very valuable. They start out slow and they kind of move you through gently. And Mary said, and I agree that transition is a process. It's not an overnight success. You're not, you'll get ahas that will help you build on that process and then you will be complete and you will have a lot of growth. And in no time, you'll be seeing that you've moved easier through the different processes that need to that you need to cover to become whole, to be healthy, to be moving forward in your life and living the life that you really were brought here to live. So I encourage you to please take this opportunity to get this valuable information. So we are going to be... um I'm looking forward to next week to being with you. And so I thank you very much for being with us today.
Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at